All right. Welcome back to the Beyond the Bar podcast. We are on uh, episode 14. I'm here with uh, Coach Aaron. How's it going? And we have a very special guest and contributor today, the one and only Coach Adrian, a.k.a. Powerade. Hello. Um, so we are going to be uh, visiting a little bit with Adrian and kind of getting everybody's perspective on goal setting. This will be our last um, ep- episode of the year. Um, we're going to be out next week and the following week for the holidays. Um, so your next podcast will be in 2014. Uh, fitting that this is episode 14 too, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, just a, a few things. Um, we're actually... We're uh, recording and putting this out today. It's Tuesday, uh, December 17th. Um, We had a great weekend here at CrossFit Austin. Uh, We had our fifth anniversary uh, celebration on Saturday. Um, It was a great event. We um, came together, did a a big community workout for um, some friends of of CrossFit Austin and and raised – almost $800 for the uh, Brittany Tuck Memorial Fund. Um, so to everybody out there that, that donated and helped us support the Tuck family um, this weekend, uh, we appreciate we appreciate you guys doing that. Um, we also had our, our uh, ever-so-popular annual Christmas party and anniversary party um, where we crowned our 2013 um, Push-Up Man and Push-Up Woman of the Year. Um, and those went out to Stacy Magnesio and Danny Gomez, and so uh, keep an eye on the website. We'll have some uh, we'll have some bios for those guys in the coming weeks, and some some more uh, accolades or congratulations to those guys for uh, just having a great year, and really for both of those guys having a, a great career um, as athletes and clients here at uh, at CrossFit Austin. Um, Outside of CFA, we had some some of our members doing some big things uh, around Texas. We had uh, Blaz and Stacy and Lee um, took sixth place in the team division at the All Cities Open up in Dallas. Um, so, congrats to those guys for uh, for getting out there and competing. And uh, word was it was pretty chilly and kind of gnarly. The weather was kind of gnarly up in Dallas, and they uh, they did a good job up there and, and uh, uh, represented CrossFit Austin well for us. Um, also. Here in Austin, um, Leah Alter and Nicole Seltman did the uh, team competition for um, the Santa Fit, uh, put on by XFit for You, um, and they took third place. So, congrats to those guys as well, um, and uh, thank you guys for for repping CFA out there in the uh, in the the CrossFit competition world. Um, Last thing before we actually get into to, to our topic today, just a, a few things. Not a lot of uh, upcoming events to, to 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 cover here, but just a, a heads up on our scheduling. Um, we'll be off the 24th through the 26th, so that's um, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week. Um, so that's Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and the day after Christmas. Um Fear not, though, we will be uh, posting travel workouts that you can do anywhere um, with body weight or running and things like that. Um, so after you have your big 
turkey dinner with your family. You can go out and run around and do push-ups and squats and all that fun stuff. And mainly in the front yard to make sure people <laughs> think you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. I one year, one year, my sister and I did handstand push-ups in our living room uh-huh. as part of the the travel workout over Christmas. Um, and my mom got mad at me because she thought I was going to crash through the drywall. Uh, I probably so, <laughs> so that's that's coming up uh, next week. And then we'll, the gym will be back open for a half day on the 27th, um, the normal hours on Saturday and, and Monday of that week. And then uh, we'll do another half day on New Year's Eve, and then we'll be closed on New Year's Day. And then back to normal. We're going to uh, get back into the, uh, the swing of, of, uh, of, of a new year, 2014. We've also, um, all of you guys have, are probably wondering but the the circle of awesomeness challenge is um in the planning stages and we've got a lot of really good ideas kind of getting ready for you guys coming up so um so keep your eye on the prize there and and keep a keep a lookout for for more information on that coming out right yeah it's gonna be newly revamped right yeah we've got it we got a few new ideas for 2014 that we've been tossing around so we think uh whole new level of awesomeness. A whole new level of awesomeness. We got we got Powerade working specifically on the COA this year. So we're going to we're going to have some some new some new manpower, some new firepower, woman some, power. Some woman power, some really good woman power. Somebody else to blame if it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and we're, uh, no, but ser- in all seriousness, it is. It's going to be good. It's going to be, uh, we've got a lot of stuff. We're putting a, a lot of time and effort into it right now. So you guys, uh, you guys are going to enjoy what we have for you guys in 2014. Don't listen to Coach Aaron. Yeah, just like being the pessimist. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie Downer, Coach Aaron, back over here. It'll be awesome, okay? <laughs> He's drunk on chocolate right now. <laughs> chocolate and coffee. I, I tell you what, I just had... Some of Ray Bertram's home roasted coffee beans for my coffee today. Is that what you had in that Phenomenal. Movie? Yeah. I fe- it felt like a, a drug deal. He gave me like a, a baggie full of beans in, in class the other day and just <laughs> absolutely went home, phenomenal. ground it up, ground fired it up, it up yeah. drank it down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And powered through a day. Mm-hmm. So, so we're here. We're, like we're, we're high, high on coffee, high on life right now. And uh, we felt like the best thing to kind of close out the year and to get everybody ready for 2014 was to talk about something pretty simple. Um, one of my favorite things, one of my favorite sayings is, um, simple doesn't mean it's easy, right? So, um, so what we're going to talk about today is, is, is simple in concept, and we're going to try to make it a little bit easier for you in, in kind of application. But, uh, um, it's kind of fundamental to, to, to what we do and what, what we, we want from folks um, from the standpoint of we want people to have a goal and we want to be able to help them um, create a plan for that goal and accomplish the goal. So when we look at like at a very like raw level of, of what we're trying to do at CrossFit Austin, um, that's kind of just the, the basic level of it. So today's episode is going to be about goal setting and, you know, how to, to come up with your goals, what those goals should look like, and um, how to put a plan into place that's going to help you get there. Um, and so we've got Adrian here, and we've got Aaron here, and we've got myself, 
and we all kind of come from different backgrounds and have a little bit different personalities. And so you're going to get a lot of perspectives on um, kind of the goal setting process for each of us. So I'm going to let Adrian start us off. And Adrian, just tell me a little bit about tell me a little bit about yourself first, um, kind of your background, and then what you've done in the past or what you do to implement goal setting for yourself. Okay. Um, Background-wise, I come from leadership, actually, so I've run a few different facilities, um, mostly in uh, child development. Um, I ran a children's fitness facility for four years, had a staff of eight, and then I ran a child development facility, a private preschool in South Austin, and I had a staff of 25. So goal setting is actually kind of a a big part of that and Mm -hmm. developing your team and making sure that we're all working towards whether it's a common goal or individual goals. Mm -hmm. Um, And then for me personally, I'm probably not the best person to talk to about goals because I'm great at maybe helping others achieve goals. But when it comes to myself, I might fall off the bandwagon a little. So um, getting them out there, I think, is the most important, like the first piece. Mm Because, you know, I have all these ideas all the time. Like, oh, I want to do this or I want to achieve this or I can do this. And Mm -hmm. if I don't get it out Mm -hmm. and not just like talk about it, but like write it down and then break it down, then it's just an idea. Right. So I think that would be the starting point. So getting it out there, putting it out there, putting it in writing. Yeah. Right. And um, making it tangible. Right. Yeah. So... Um, and that's, that's a, uh, you make a great point in the sense that we talk about, um, you know, what is an actual goal and kind of like you said there, if, if you're just thinking about something and you're not, um, creating some kind of actual plan around it, it is, it's a dream or it's, I think there's a famous quote is, uh, you know, a goal not written down is just still a dream in your head. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, dreaming's great, right? We all want to have big dreams. We want to like do things, but when we when we want to start to actually accomplish those dreams, mm-hmm. um, that is where the goal setting process starts. So taking it from um, a conceptual, hey, I want to do this in my head, to I'm actually going to write this down and um, and start creating a plan for that goal. So um, having it in writing is a big thing. Okay, huge. Aaron, what are some other what are some other aspects of a goal that that you see? Um, I mean, making them realistic, for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we live uh, in the, the kind of fantasy world sometimes, and when people walk through our doors, they maybe want to be the next Rich Froning, or they want to look like whatever they're seeing on the magazines or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, trying to find something that um, is obtainable, and mm-hmm. obtainable not only in like the long term, but also the short term. Uh, to spur you on and keep you motivated as you go on trying to, you know, in search of the the ultimate goal, right? Um, you know, sometimes you have to have like a little, I don't know, come to Jesus talk, uh, you know, in the sense of what that reality is for some people, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously I, I will never play NFL football, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of unrealistic for me to have like a, a two-year goal saying I want to be in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's going to, that would take, you know, different genetics uh you know <laughs> sure. uh yeah. so it's likewise just trying to trying to make something that's that's realistic obtainable um and something you can actually plan for right. okay um what are tell tell us what are what are some some goals that you set for your yourself in the past or some some goals that you have for yourself right now uh goals in the past it was always uh probably like you in a sense where it's like you know i wanted to 
chase after that carrot. I had to have the carrot in front, and that's the mm-hmm. reason why I did it. Um, you know, uh, when I was an athlete, it was either like winning conference championships, being a national champion, uh, all American, or whatever else. And I would just uh, actually write what my what I wanted my stats to be after when I graduated, and I, I uh, put them up on my ceiling. And so every day I woke up, I looked at my ceiling and and, um, and saw it. Uh, up there. So that for me, that was kind of my, you know, what, what kind of spurred me to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, probably some of those weren't even realistic now that I think about it, but uh, it, was, it was enough. It was enough to get yeah. me to, uh, you know, at least do the stuff I need to do daily to at least be able to attain that, right. you know. Yeah, and kind of bringing those two together. So, like, uh, this concept of, of, of dream big. Um, and, but we, you know, this, this thought of a, of a dream is not necessarily a goal. Like when we're trying to, 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 you know, create some actionable things for ourselves, we have to, you know, we can still dream big and there's, there's, you know, you don't have to, you know, we're not, not here to crush your dreams. Aaron might be here to crush your dreams, but that's just his MO, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, but you can dream big, but, but then when we go into the goal setting process, it's not about that big dream anymore. It's about creating some actionable items to, to move you on that path, whatever right. that dream might be. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, so that's why it has to be in writing. Right. Um, and then, uh, I like what you said about, you know, having it in a place that, that you're constantly reminded you're, you're confronted with your goals right. at all times. I have, um, my goal, one of my, some of my goals that I have for 2014 are sitting on my desk in my house. So every day that I, 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 I sit down to, to work on my computer, I see my goal um, and so, uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's it not only has, yeah, yeah. So not only does it have to be in writing, but, you know, putting, putting a goal down and writing, just stick it in your drawer and forgetting about it isn't going to get you anywhere. Right? Sure. Um, yeah, very good. Um, so, um, so in writing, you know, uh, put it out there, you know, make yourself be confronted with it every day. Um, or at least on a consistent basis, um, make somebody else know about it too. Yeah. That's one thing is that people, people would go in my room and they would see it and then they'd be like, holy shit, like that's what you want to do. And then like, you have to let it out there let people almost, they hold you accountable in a sense because they see it, they know. Right. Right. So you're not just keeping it to yourself and that nobody knows whether you're succeeding or failing at it on a day to day Mm -hmm. basis. Yeah. You know, so for sure. What are some other things, Adrian, what are some other things that, that we look at when we, we go through the goal setting process? Well, I mean, sometimes you said our dreams can be really big. So from that can spur multiple goals, right? You can break that down. Mm -hmm. um, And breaking that down allows you to make them measurable and achievable, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you just have, like, this big general goal, but you can't measure how you're going to get there, Mm -hmm. how do you form the steps to take in order to get to that, the top of that pyramid, right? right? So making sure that you break it down so that the steps are something that you can measure, Mm -hmm. right? Right. So what what would be an example of that? Um, my goal for 2014 is I want to achieve 10 strict pull-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a number there. So we can do over a few weeks period, I'm going to do this many pull-ups in the first two weeks, and then this many pull-ups in the second mm-hmm. two weeks, and this many pull-ups in the third two weeks, or whatever. Right. Um, that's measurable, right? Sure. It's not like this general, like, oh, I, you know... On the flip I side, I want to be more. I want, I want to be the in the best shape of my life in right. 2014. Or I want to be good at pull-ups. Right. Right. I want to be good at pull-ups. Yeah. Right. It's too vague. We need. Absolutely. It needs to be more specific, and like you said, it needs to be measurable. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And then when we look at it on the back end, you said measurable and attainable, right? right? And so um, for, and I'll, I'll put myself in that. Yeah. So I'll, let's, uh, let's say that's my goal. I want to do 10 strict pull-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, it's measurable for me. It's something that I've done before, okay. right? Unbroken pull-ups, 10 mm-hmm. strict unbroken pull-ups. I probably couldn't do that right now okay. at the moment. Um, but it's definitely obtainable, I'd say, within like four weeks. Now, if I were to say I want to do 50 strict pull-ups mm-hmm. by January... Is not going to happen. I don't think so. I can dream about it. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's not a goal because it's not really attainable for me in the the time frame that I I set forth for myself. Right. Right? So, um maybe with a green band. <laughs> maybe with a green, green band. band. Just slingshot me over the bar. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um so, so as we, as we look at, you know, so we, it's, it's measurable. So it's in writing, it's specific, um, it's measurable and it's obtainable. And I think that's a, you know, uh, a, a kind of, it goes along with what, what you were saying, Aaron, is that's important that, you know, when we set goals that you need to set something that is obtainable, you need some wins, right? Yeah, definitely. You know, if, if it's, if it's, if it's an unrealistic goal for you, um, then, then all it's going to do is discourage you, right? And goals, goals should be there to empower. They should be there to, to, to motivate. Um, they should be there to instill discipline. And if you're just constantly getting beat down by, I'm not even going to call it a goal. Cause it's not really a goal in my opinion, by, um, something that is, that's completely out of your, your, um, uh, sphere of ability, then, then it's just gonna it's gonna it's gonna send you in the opposite direction, right? So, um, so that's 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 another reason why you know uh, it, we need to kind of we have this process of what is a goal or like defining a goal, mm-hmm. um, and then we just touched on it when we talked about that. But kind of a fourth thing that we can think about is having some specifics in terms of a timeline, right? Right. Right. So. So what are some what are so what are some timelines aids that you've like you've created a goal around? Timelines that I've created a goal around for myself? Yeah, just for yourself or anybody, you know, if you know, I think there's like okay, just like that we said, I, I wanna have ten ten strict unbroken pull ups by the end of January. Okay. Right? So so that's a that's a specific timeline. That gives me about Absolutely. six weeks, right? Right. Yeah. It's time bound. Yeah, exactly. And so um so it's measurable and we know that at a certain point we're going to look at that goal and say, okay, have I accomplished it in the time frame that I set forth? Right. Okay. Um, and we can either say yes or we can say no. And adjust. And adjust. Yeah, exactly. But even for like, for like, say our own clients and stuff like that, whether it's through personal training or, or stuff at the gym, I mean, um, having those talks with the coaches and, and setting those timelines that can dictate a lot, whether one, uh, the personal training is, is being driven in the right direction, mm-hmm. right? You know, if we're open about what we're doing, 
just like I am with my clients, if we're like looking for, say, um, more of an anaerobic or lactate response, right? Mm-hmm. We know that if I, you know, in six weeks, okay, hey, we can improve this, and we test, retest, and if it's not improving, they should just fire me, or we need to go back and re- refocus on what we need to do, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing even with our our own athletes in our own gym that are some that are just looking to get stronger, right? And they're mm-hmm. only coming to our gym three times a week. That dictates, like, hey, they need to hit certain days of the week, right, that are more mm-hmm. strength-focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they can test and retest, and then in a span of six weeks, they should start seeing goals. If not, then maybe they need to have a talk with us, or maybe they don't need to have a talk with, uh, you know, one of the coaches or whatever and see about, like, nutrition and see where they need to play to, to you know, to see if these goals are, are going in the right direction, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and that's how I always look at things in four to six or eight week chunks and then see, um, you know, if, if we're on the timeline, you know, to, to mm-hmm. reach goals. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. It's just a little, that's what I was thinking when you guys were talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, I, uh, and I actually, I, I got this from a, well, I got this from my wife who um, got it from a, uh, and I think I may even say this wrong, but um, she got it from a a book from the uh, CEO of Facebook, Sheryl Sandberg, and they talked about having, um, I think it's three months, so 12 weeks. Yeah, it's definitely three months. It might be six. Nah, I think it's three. I don't know. Whatever. A short-term goal, <laughs> right? So let's say three months. And uh, this, I'm going to give it a specific example. So back in July, I set a goal for myself that I wanted to qualify for the American Open, right? Mm-hmm. And that was my um, – uh, it was like a three-month. I had about 12 weeks to prepare to try to achieve that goal, right? And so um, I knew from just my own experience that that was enough of a timeline to – get me to at least being having a chance to achieve that goal, um, which I did. I, I, I achieved my, my three-month goal or my kind of short-term goal. Um, and then the, on the flip side of that, uh, she talked about like long-term goals and that you should have an 18-month goal, right? And so having something that is further out from you but that kind of creates this discipline about like, hey, this is ultimately, you know, this is kind of my big – my big hairy goal out there that's that's a little bit you know it might be just on the fringe of being realistic but i'm gonna like have i know that i'm gonna make myself work for this amount of time to to get there and i'm gonna commit to this amount of time to get there um and i think that's that's a uh that's that's one thing that folks tend to um kind of forget in the goal setting process that um you know by nature we want things to be very immediate Um, but when you're setting a timeline for your goal, you know, and you know, whether it's talking to one of us or, or, you know, from your experience, kind of a a general timeline, but that, that it's okay to go out there a little bit longer to, 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 to reach those goals. Right. So I don't have to, you know, you know, it's great if I want to, like, if I want to do 10 pull-ups in, in six weeks, I, I know I can do that. Right. And I'll, I'll make that my goal right now. I'll have 10 unbroken trip pull-ups <laughs> just, just for, just for giggles. Right. Um, but you know, the more you invest in that goal, the more long lasting it's going to be, the more, um, the more work that you put into that, um, the bigger the foundation it's going to lay for you continuing in the future. So I would encourage people to not only look at like, Hey, these are some immediate things, you know, that, that I want to do, but, Hey, can I put 
12 weeks of work in? Can I put 18 months worth of work in and seeing and looking back? One of, one of my favorite things to, to do with, with my, my athletes is, is, you know, we get so caught up in, are we PRing or, you know, what's, what's, what's it look like on a day to day, week to week basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but go back, look back and see what you did over the course of the year. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think we, we did an article last year on, on Shane, one of our old coaches that, that, uh, that moved, moved to North Carolina and Shane had put, you know, I think 50 pounds on, you know, or like an average of like 30 to 50 pounds on it, all his different lifts over the course of a year. Mm-hmm. So when you're, you're way back and you're like, you're in the grind, you know, it, it, you know, the, that it's not immediate, but if you could, you know, you could tell your past self or your present self, Hey, a year from now, I'm going to have 50 pounds on all these lifts or, you know, whatever it may yeah, be. Sounds good. Yeah. That's it good. sounds great. So, so you have to kind of, kind of pull those apart and realize that, that sometimes some of the goals that, that you really want, you're going to have to invest a little bit more time in there to really get there and get there the right way. No, for sure. And I think um, off, off that too, if we really look at like what the New Year's brings is everybody's always talking about, well, I want to lose weight, right? Or mm-hmm. that's kind of usually the biggest thing we hear at the gym. And, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'll be honest, they can make a short-term goal and say, okay, like in like eight or 12 weeks, I want to be this skinny, right? The only thing is though is that like, we're talking about we really want to start making goals that can last. In other words, can they change behavior to last longer than that 8 to 12 weeks, right? Mm-hmm. There's people here, even in the Austin area, that offer services that will starve you. And, yeah, you might look great before and after pictures in 8 to 12 weeks, right? Mm-hmm. But is that healthy? Mm-hmm. And is that something that's sustainable later on? Granted, mm-hmm. yeah, you can be very disciplined for that 8 to 12 weeks. But we're looking at making goals that change behaviors to last a lot longer than that, right? We want to make sure that it's a goal that, it, one, is going to be healthy, uh, sustainable, um, mm-hmm. something that's actually going to be good for the health. And, um, you know, I think that's when you brought up, like, kind of short, you know, short mm-hmm. goals and long-term goals. We have to keep that in perspective, yeah. you know. Uh, our, short-term, our short-term goals should be in line with what we want to be in the long term. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's I, I see it, too, with just in general with, with our, our newer folks out there. Um, you get in there, you're excited, you want to, you know, you want to do, you know, you want to do, you want to do what all you see in the guys in the, the YouTube videos are doing or the, uh, you know, or even, you know, the better, you know, the, the more experienced athletes in the gym. Um, and, but, you know, just understanding that this is process and, and you gotta, you gotta build it up, you know, kind of piece by piece and you gotta set that foundation of fundamentals and you have to, you know, you have to do all the little things to, to, to help you get to the, the point of, of where the where the big boys are at. So with that too, I think that something that um, is important is the motivation piece with mm-hmm. goals too, because sometimes you can be doing it by yourself and sometimes you have a community of people that can motivate you. Like Aaron said, like, Oh, make sure other people know what your goal is so they can hold you accountable. But like figuring out like why you have your goal, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, put your goal out there. It's mm-hmm. good to have a goal. And then you break it down. Is it attainable? What's my timeline? Mm-hmm. But writing down why you have the goal, because especially if you have like a longer term goal mm-hmm. broken down into some short term goals, mm-hmm. it's easy to lose sight of why you're doing it in the first place, right? You can lose that motivation. So going back to your, like, what's your why? Like, why did you have this goal in the first place to re-motivate yourself and keep you on track is super important. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's, that's a great point. Um, you know, goals are going to be empty there if, if there's not a purpose behind absolutely. them. And so, 
Um, so knowing your why, um, putting some pur- putting a purpose to your goal is is going to be just as imperative as as this other stuff as the kind of the logistical stuff of, of of setting it all out there and to keep you motivated and to to be something when you revisit it you're like yeah I'm oh, yeah. I'm still fired right. up about actually achieving this goal right because I've been there mm-hmm. I've done that I've I've set a goal for myself and. You get you kind of beat up by it after a while. You get you know? beat up, and then like yeah, you, you, you hit the the fork in the road, and you're like, well, you know, is this worth what I want? You know, you know, is this is this what it, you know is this worth? It? And so, if it's yes, you push forward, and if it has some purpose, and it, if it really, um, if it if it's really you know in your in kind of your soul and in your belly, yeah, um, or if it's just something fleeting or superficial. You know, it's just, it's hard to maintain a, uh, uh, that motivation, that kind of drive yeah. when, when it's just this very superficial, um, goal, empty goal without any kind of purpose to it. Cause goals can be negative. I mean, you can set negative goals in the sense of like the intentions of what it is, is, uh, you know, is, is negative. Yeah. Um, you know, that's why like, even like my, some of the past coaches and some of the great coaches that I've, that I've had have said, uh, you know, like always do something bigger that's bigger than yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. So when right. you're doing something, do it in a, in a respect for, it's not just for you, it's for your team or it's for family or it's for, you know, whatever. And I, you know, even like, people that are having a hard time, you know, maybe it's just movement. They just want to get around and move so they can like, you know, pick up their kids when they're, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, and, and feel like they're more active with their family. Um, you know, even putting their goal next to a picture of their family. I mean, I, uh, in the summer I was away from my, my, my team and I had to train. And for the one summer I wanted to train, I put the list of their names next to my goal on the mirror. So I saw them every day mm-hmm. and then like, it just reminded me like, Oh shit, like I'm not doing it just for me. I'm doing it for all these guys. Uh, and that helped me get up every day and run a lot of miles that I really didn't want to do. Right. Um, and it's the same thing I think you can do in a fitness standpoint is it's like find something bigger than yourself. That's going to tie you to it, uh, to, to keep you accountable. Absolutely. Well, awesome guys. Thank you guys for, for all your input today. And just to kind of bring everything together where we talked about a lot. Um, but, uh, here's some kind of take homes for, for the goal setting process. Um, so, if you if if you don't if it's not in writing it's not a goal right if it's not in writing it's not a goal it's just a dream so write your goals down put it somewhere where you're confronted with it on a daily basis give it to other people and tell it to other people so they can ha- uh, hold you accountable be specific with your goal okay have a timeline so you can set a plan according to that timeline so you can achieve the outcome that you want to have in that timeline. And then make it realistic. Make it something that is attainable. Um, it should challenge you, but it should be attainable in the sense that that we should we should be within our sphere of ability. And especially when we're looking at six to twelve week shorter term goals, right? Um, have your big, huge, hairy goal that is maybe two, you know, a year and a half, two, three years down the line. Um, but have these kind of smaller goals that are that are attainable that 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 you can. That you know that you can, if you put the the work in, that you can get there. Um, and then, you know, maybe most importantly of all, um, know your why, know your purpose of your goal. So it is, it's not empty, it's not fleeting to you. It's it's something that that really drives you. And when you look back, it's something, it's a, it's a source of constant motivation for you. So um, that said, guys, do you guys have anything else you want to add to that? 
have a happy holidays. Write some goals down. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Um, Thanks again for all the support this weekend at the anniversary party and uh, event. And we will see you guys in 2014.